0: Welcome to Cutie Clinic. I'm Jack Cush from Room Now. QT Clinic is brought to you by Room Now Live. Our patient today, Mrs. DC, is a 42-year-old who comes in with newly diagnosed rheumatoid arthritis. She has a fatty liver. She has diabetes. She's not responding to non-steroidals and low-dose prednisone. She gets put on methotrexate. And after 12 weeks, she has an AST of 47 and ALT of 51. Everyone's a little bit nervous about what to do um, and how we can best manage this. The decision is made to put her on a TNF inhibitor and lower her methotrexate. Uh, She gets tested with a quantiferon test and it comes back positive. She is from the United States. Her family is from uh, Central America um, and she has no known context. Uh, with people who have TB. She has no signs or symptoms. Her chest exam is normal. Her chest x-ray was done, and that's normal. She meets the definition of having latent tuberculosis. Um, So the question is, what do you do? You want to put her on a TNF inhibitor? Um, How do you best manage that? Again, latent tuberculosis is a positive test for TB reactivity. That could be a tuberculin skin test, PPD test, or it could be a T-spot or it could be a quantiferon spot. Any of these, especially in a high-risk individual, someone born in an endemic country, um, any of those that are positive is reason enough for treatment if they in fact meet the definition of latent disease. You can assume it's latent disease because again they have no signs and symptoms, a negative chest x-ray, uh, and, uh, and they have a positive test. Now, you could go one step further in some individuals and culture everything culture urine sputum etc because there's a few people especially high-risk individuals born in endemic areas who still could be positive uh, and that would change the treatment because that would be active TB if they had a positive culture so in this patient who needs to be on treatment what are you going to do well first you should know how frequent this occurs Uh, If you're um, running a clinic here in the United States or another non-endemic country where the TB rate is roughly less than 5 per 100,000 individuals, um, the risk of finding a positive PPD or quantiferon or IGRA test is about 5 to 10%. It may be 5%, and then if you do it the first time and then repeat it, three, six months later, or when they switch their first TNF number, you'll find another few percent who will be positive. Those people will have been anergic or may have had an indeterminate result. Uh, And then with control of inflammation, they'll get their full immune reactivity back and show you they actually are a latent TB person with reactivity. I do recommend second-time testing. I do not recommend annual testing. That is a special kind of stupid. There's no good reason for it. You should repeat test when risk changes with exposure, for instance. Um, but if you're Skippy living in Connecticut with no change in risk, to repeat the testing is just not of any value, even though it's requested by insurance companies. I do recommend second testing because, as I said, there's a few percentage of people who really are latent TBs who would be missed on initial testing. Um, and then, when do you, what do you do? You get a positive result, you put them on treatment. What treatment do you put them on? Um, you have several options. There are some newfangled options that you'd have to come to Room Now Live to learn about. Kevin uh, Winthrop from Oregon Health Science Center is a, the, the uh, infectious disease of the rheumatology stars. He knows our patients, our business. Uh, he'll talk on how to TB manage and test, but uh, he would tell us of some newer regimens. The old regimen is six months of INH grade B evidence, nine months of INH grade uh, A evidence, Grade B evidence for rifampin for for four months. I I like rifampin for four months. uh, And with both INH and and rifampin, you have to do some heavy uh, LFT testing. Baseline, and every month for two months, and then maybe if there's no elevations, you can do it every other month until they're stopped because LFT elevations on those drugs can be disastrous. Um, The question is, you start someone on treatment for LTBI, when can you start treatment with the tnf inhibitor the fda rules on this are in the package insert and they all say the same thing treatment with prophylaxis should begin before treatment with the tnf inhibitor before it doesn't say a week before six months before nine months before these are all idiotic recommendations from colleagues id specialists pulmonary specialists the fda In consultation with the largest division of the CDC said before, meaning I can throw 300 milligrams of INH down the throat of one of my patients who has latent TB and then stick an IV in their arm and give them Remicade and that is okay. I've done that many times, no one's going to reactivate and flare, in fact they'll just get better with regard to the arthritis which you thought was so severe that they needed a TNF inhibitor. So before means before, not one week, two weeks, six weeks, six months, nine months, again those are all idiotic recommendations. Um, Latent TB is actually really easy to monitor, Um, patients need to know how long they're going to be on that therapy uh, and and you set the expectations for them. Um, and again, frequent and aggressive monitoring of LFTs are in order. Come to Room Now. You can hear Kevin Winthrop lecture on this. Let me tell you some of the comments that we got from Room Now Live last year. One of the best first days of a conference I've ever been to. A new level of engagement with the speakers at RNL 2019. Dr. Seal left us with good clinical thoughts and ideas. It was two and a half fun days of intense learning at Room Now Live. Um, excellent talks and long Q As. Um, Mike says very slick meeting format and Thomas says great job, love the RoomNow now live format. You too could be one of the ones with a rave review. Go to roomnow.live to register. We have more QD clinics and QD videos this week.